0: I like to like make a list and then start attacking it.
1: You like to make a plan, make a list, make a plan, get after it.
0: Get after it. Cause is there anything better than checking things off?
1: No, I love that.
0: Oh, there's one thing better. What is it? In the project management tool, Asana that I use at work. When you check off a task, do you know what happens?
1: Are there like stars or noises? There's
0: a unicorn, a unicorn shoots rainbows out and it goes across your screen. Oh, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Do our 20 for 20 lists have unicorns that go up?
1: No, but it does feel good to cross something off the list, even without the unicorn. Agreed. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny.
0: That's me, Jenny Kous, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self.
1: On today's episode, we are taking some time to work on our plans for our 20 for 2020 lists for how you're going to get them done. Maybe you've heard the old adage, fail to plan, plan to fail. In Umi Likey, I'm into a novel recommended by my sister, and Jenny is into a new goopy show on Netflix. Jenny's win is related to a month-long streak of mindfulness, and my learn has shown up as the other side of the coin to my exercise win from a couple of weeks ago. But now, let's dig into our planning. We both have our 20 for 2020 lists of the things that we want to accomplish, but these lists are only as good as the work we actually put into getting these things done. Last year, we both worked hard on our lists, but we noticed some things that didn't get done. Some of us more than others, (laughs) I'll just say. And we realized that if we had better shaped our goals, we would have perhaps had a better chance of making it a reality. So this year, we are going to take a look at our lists and make some plans to be sure that we make our dreams a reality. One
0: framework for ensuring that goals are achieved is known by the acronym SMART as in S-M-A-R-T. Smart goals are a good way to look at your list and really work the items out as to how you'll get them done. It's also really good when thinking about building your list. So there's different definitions for this SMART framework, but we're gonna kind of give you the basics. Um, So it starts obviously with S, and S can mean specific. So don't make it vague, Make it something specific like try, you know, have eight servings of fruit or vegetables per day or walk 20 minutes per day. Make it something specific, Uh, measurable. So this is, I mean, kind of similar to specific, but measurable adds something in where you're going to need to have an actual way that you know if you've done this or not. So, for example, in the last one I mentioned, try to have eight servings of fruit or vegetables per day. That's measurable, that's something that you can tangibly look at and know if you're doing it. The next is A, which is achievable. So what is something that you can reasonably get done? So it might not be reasonable this year to say, visit the moon. (laughs) I'm sure that if you threw enough money at this problem you could make it happen. However, make sure it's something that you have a good chance of getting done. And I will say that this is probably one of the reasons That my list has got—I don't know—we'll say 80 percent done in the last two years is because I do tend to pick things that are maybe a lower bar than other people. I know when Gretchen on Gretchen Rubin on her podcast talks about this, this is something she's kind of known for as well. She She sets the bar pretty low and makes it easy to get over it. So,
1: and I think this kind of thing is going to depend on your personality too, right? Because there's also something to be said for setting goals that are a bit of a stretch and then you get part of it done rather than all of it. For a lot of people, that's going to be a major win where for some personality types, they really want to check it off the box or check that off completely, cross it off the list. So their level of achievable that might be a little bit different. So this, this is one of those ones that that's a good point might be personality dependent, let's say.
0: Yeah. Good point. And I would say that I definitely set the bar lower,
1: <laughs> lower, <laughs>
0: lower. <laughs> um, so they are in smart is relevant and realistic. So relevant, realistic. This one, I find it seems kind of similar to achievable, um, but relevant, realistic. I like, for me, that means like something that actually is going to move the needle for you. You know, we talk about this kind of around the framework of habits or things we want to do. So something that makes
1: sense for you. Um,
0: do you think that that makes sense for Yeah, I like that? That's
1: good. That, that, that sounds good to me.
0: And then the last one, T time bound, I think that this is one of the most powerful, along with measurable, and it's time-bound. So time-bound means you are assigning a timeline. It's not enough to just say that you want to do something, but also when. So take a look at your list and put some things on your calendar for not just what you're going to do, but when you're going to do it and decide what does done look like for you.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so the SMART framework, I think, is a really great way to approach any goal, but I also feel like it might be relevant to call back to our goals versus system conversation from episode 81. So this is a concept that seems to have invaded my brain in a good way to help me with my exercise habit lately. And so I feel like it'll be helpful for me as I engage in the challenges on my list for 2020. So as a reminder, here is a blurb from our online pretend best friend, James Clear. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Your goal is your desired outcome. Your system is the collection of daily habits that will get you there. This year, spend less time focusing on outcomes and more time focusing on the habits that precede the results. So it's some, in some ways, it's similar to the SMART goals framework, but it adds a slightly different nuance, which may resonate for you in the same way that it has for me. I will be looking for ways to incorporate the completion of my 20 for 2020 goals into the already established and successful routines and systems in my life. I feel like that'll be a way that I can be successful. So Mm -hmm. maybe that might resonate in a different way than hearing the smart goals or the two can go together for some people. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, you
0: can choose what works for you.
1: I know we just, the whole goal here is to offer some ideas to help people to be successful as they move toward what it is they're trying to achieve.
0: I think it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. You
1: got it. All right. So Jenny, when you take a look at your list and then you're <laughs> thinking about planning ahead to get this done in 2020, what comes up for you? What do you have in mind? Is there something specific that you need to plan or plan more with more intensity or with more intention right now? What do you got on your mind? Tell me um, everything.
0: Okay. So I I think when I'm thinking about this, I'm realizing that I have a couple items on my list that... I think because of how some of our goals from last year went and some of my more vague goals, um, I think I learned something from that and it's helped me shape my list a little bit more this year. So an example of how I'm trying to make this better is this. This year, instead of saying something vague like spend more time with Jeff, like just Jeff and I, I have put down dinner with Jeff on the 14th of each month. So instead of just saying, you know, more time with Jeff or more specific would be dinner with Jeff once a month, I've said dinner with Jeff on the 14th each month. So that way, that is something I can just put on my calendar set as a recurrence and build it in.
1: Done, done, done,
0: done. And it takes it off my mind and puts it on my calendar. So to me, that felt really good. And that, I mean, our anniversary is the 14th. So it kind of seems like a fun thing to just have set in our calendars.
1: I like uh, what you just said, takes it off my mind and puts it on my calendar. That's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I've
1: never heard that before. Is that a Jennyism or have you heard that somewhere else? I don't
0: know. It just came from me. I don't oh know. my
1: goodness. Well, consider that a quote by Jenny Kess. <sighs> I like it.
0: I'm just going to go ahead and have some shirts printed up. <laughs> Blow on my own mind over here today. Um, okay. Awesome. So the other one, um, So instead of saying, you know, go paddleboarding, I've told myself that I want to go at least six times. So I felt good about that. Like I put, that's that whole measurable part of it. Yep. Like I want to make sure I'm getting used out of these paddle boards. And what I want to do tonight with you, Peg, is okay. I actually want to put it on the calendar of when you and I are going to go paddleboarding, even though it is January. And this is not until, you know, January, February, we are in the winter. Still, I want to put on our calendar now of when you and I are going to go because we didn't do it last year.
1: Okay. And this is one of the things on my list. So let's take it off our minds and put it on the calendar.
0: Bam. I was thinking okay, that we could go around your birthday okay, and then we could, so we could go to the beach, go paddle boarding, and then maybe have like brunch or lunch together or something. I love like this plan. Breakfast. Yeah? Love it. Okay. Hey, there we go. We got some plans. Let's uh, Oh, my
1: goodness. We're, like, getting things checked off the list already. I like it.
0: Um, So, okay, here's one I didn't do a good job of putting on my list this year. Figure out iCloud. Okay. I could have done a better job at that one. So that could mean a lot of things. That could just mean understanding what the cloud is. What I should have said was something like get everything backed up to iCloud, learn how to use it, make it part of my life. Like I I should have made that one a little bit more clear. Okay. So, that was one that wasn't as good, but I I feel like mine in general are pretty tangible, wouldn't you say, in looking at them? Like they're like a lot of them have words around it, like daily smoothie, 10 minutes daily meditation. Like I feel like I've made them Yeah. pretty clear, but I think a lot of them need a time frame. Like those things I want to do, but I haven't necessarily said when I'm going to do them.
1: Right. And it's cool, though, that you said that you've you've been adding these words that make them more specific, more specific or time-bound or um, all of the things that are in that SMART framework, and it's cool that each year we do this, it sort of gets a little more refined. Yeah. We figure out something else and add it to what we're already doing. That's I think that's the point, is just to optimize every time, right?
0: Well, I mean, inherently, these lists are going to be getting bigger every year, so I think that it's wise for us to get them. I was thinking about
1: that the other day when you get to like 36, do you do 36 for 36 or do you just say maybe I'll do 20 or how do you do it? I don't get it. I'm
0: just going to like have easy stuff like breathe every day.
1: (laughs) It's a high priority.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that's mine. How about you?
1: Well, I have a couple of items uh, on my list that all go together in the same system. And if I can keep that routine rocking on a weekly basis, I should be able to check them all off. So, The system I'm talking about is number 17 on my list, which is a weekly family meeting between John and I. So Jenny and I talked about family meetings in episode 82. If you want to learn more about how this works and how you might be able to incorporate this for your own family. So the family meeting leads to success in the budget and plan for our renovation, which is number one on the list, the actual renovation, because each week we'll be planning what's next. That's number two on the list. Making plans to clear out the house while we prep for the renovation, that's number three on the list, and it's like the men's game on my list. Mm -hmm. Um, Planning our meals each week, which we've already been doing in our family meeting, so that's number 16 on the list. Uh, And it indirectly will also help with planning date nights each month, which what you've just said is kind of neat to standardizing it to once a month on a certain number, like a certain date. But um, we've already done our our dinner out in January. So it's already happened for this month at least. But maybe I'll consider making it more standardized like you have, which is cool. Because it takes takes it off my mind and puts it on my calendar. Hey. So that was number 18 on the list. And then number 19 on the list is dinners out with uh, each of our nieces and nephews, especially for their birthdays. So around their birthdays, we can put those things on the calendar. So um, that's seven things off of my list of 20 that are built into this one system. So it's cool for me to be thinking about it this way now, it helps. Yeah,
0: absolutely, that's cool.
1: The one other thing that I'll mention about my list that might give me a challenge and maybe I just need to get this on the calendar or ask for some help, because it's a big one, is the digitizing of my photos.
0: I need to do some more of that too.
1: So that's one maybe that we need to have a discussion about. And maybe let's say we get together and have a three hour window where it's like, okay, we got to figure this out. And then if both of us are doing it, then it's on the calendar.
0: I feel like I don't have an excuse. I have a scanner and I figured out how to use the scanner from an app on my phone. I feel like I have zero reasons why I can't get this done. My dad gave me two photo albums of, Photos I didn't have before, which was hilarious because I thought I had just finished digitizing everything. And then he comes over with two massive albums. Okay. But yeah, now I have more to do. Okay. Balls. Anyway.
1: Alright. So yeah, there's a few other that. things that I'm sure I'm gonna have to think put some thought into, but just in terms of making plans overall for the year, I feel really good about the fact that um, a lot of them are incorporated into that weekly family meeting. Yeah.
0: That's cool. That's really neat. It's kind of like the hub for a lot of those. Yeah. It's neat. It puts a lot of pressure on that family meeting too, which is good because it makes it more important and, uh, more likely to happen. So that's cool. I like it.
1: Your list looks good, Peg. Well, thank you. So does yours. I feel like it's going to be a good year. Yeah, I do too. I really do. All right. All right, now it's time for a segment we call, ooh, me likey.
0: (laughs) That had a little extra on it, and I did not mind that. (laughs) Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts that we've been listening to, books we've been reading, random internet hilarity we've found, and we feel like you might find it fun too.
1: So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So this week, uh, I'm liking a book that my sister, Jenny, a different Jenny, obviously, uh, recommended, recommended to me, and it's called Normal People by Sally Rooney. So this book is just a delicious read. It's The way this author puts words together is so lovely, and I love it when I'm reading it. It's so good nice so i'll just give you the synopsis and this is it at school connell and marianne pretend not to know each other he's popular and well-adjusted star of the school soccer team while she is lonely proud and intensely private but when connell comes to pick his mother up from her housekeeping job at marianne's house a strange and indelible connection grows between the two teenagers one they are determined to conceal A year later, they're both studying at Trinity College in Dublin. Marianne has found her feet in a new social world while Connell hangs at the sidelines, shy and uncertain. Throughout their years in college, Marianne and Connell circle one another, straying toward other people and possibilities, but always magnetically, irresistibly drawn back together. Then, as she veers into self-destruction and he begins to search for meaning elsewhere, each must confront how far they are willing to go to save the other. Sally Rooney brings her brilliant psychological acuity and perfectly spare prose to a story that explores the subtleties of class, the electricity of first love, and the complex entanglements of family and friendship. I have chills. I want to read that. It's really great. The only thing that gives me even like the feeling that I'm a bit sad is that there's a character named Peggy in the book and she's not that nice. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, I love this book. So I recommend it.
0: Well, did you ever watch Mad Men? Yes. That Peggy just fully makes up for it no.
1: Well, you're right. There, there's some good Peggies in in, uh, in the world of art, let's say.
0: Yes, I would agree. I know some good in-person
1: Peggies too. Oh, that's great. All right. Tell me what's right. up for you this week.
0: Okay. I have started watching, I think I'm about halfway, well, more than halfway through this new show, Goop Lab on Netflix. Have you heard of this?
1: I've heard of it. And you had mentioned it to me. And then just today, a patient says to me, you gotta watch the goop lab. I binged all six episodes. It's the greatest (laughs) thing ever. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a try.
0: Okay. So for those who don't know what this is, it's a new show and it is on Netflix. There's six of them. And it is from Gwyneth Paltrow's health and wellness brand, which is called goop. Um, so there's, as I mentioned, six episodes, and they take a look at different topics, and I'll, I'll tell you a, a couple of them. So there's one on psychedelics, there's one on cold therapy with Wim Hof, do you know who I mean? Mm-hmm, uh-huh, yep. Yep. Um, there's one about energy healing, I haven't watched that one, I think I'm going to watch that one tonight, actually, uh, and, and there's three more, but anyway, I'll leave you to look into them more. But it is so interesting to watch. And it's so cool to see all of these people who are, like, goop staffers, people that work for Gwyneth, being so open to checking out alternative practices and really just subjecting themselves to trying all of these different things um, to see if it makes their life any better and to see what it does. So the one thing, this cold therapy with um, Wim Hof, he has them go out in the snow and do yoga. Oh, Like, cool. in, in their bathing suits. Okay. And... Yeah, it's really interesting seeing what the people think of it and what it's like, things that you think, oh my gosh, I would not do that. But then seeing people go, all right, let's try it.
1: Oh it's very goodness. interesting.
0: And and they all sit down with Gwyneth and talk about the science behind what they do for each one of the topics. Psychedelics one was really, really interesting as well. Um but yeah, you should check it out. It is interesting.
1: I'll totally check it out. Like, I know that Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop sometimes get a bad rap because, like, she tends to lean into the woohoo pretty hard. But I, I think that the subject matter that she's chosen for these episodes, all of them are really interesting. So I think it yeah. would be cool to watch it for sure. So I'll totally check it out. It's good. Okay. I'm glad you like it.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's just a nice little world and it's entertaining.
1: Okay. Awesome. Let's move on to a segment we call you win or you learn each week. Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right. And there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity.
0: These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So I'm actually up for the win this week. And I have got to say every day in 2020, I have meditated for 10 minutes the streak is alive.
1: Fantastic. This is really great yeah. news.
0: Sometimes it happens where I think I've missed a day, but I realize I've used the app, um, that I use, uh, calm and I, it's been offline or something where it didn't record it. And then all of a sudden it'll come on and I'll realize like, Oh no, I did do it. But I've been, I've, so I've been doing this in the morning and I think I've found a system that works for me. So I get up, I shower then I meditate because if oh, I just, then
1: you're less likely to fall asleep, right?
0: Yes, because I've already been up, and it's a it gets me to get out of bed because I know I can go back and be cozy after my shower and do the ten minute meditation, and that seems to be enough incentive for me to get out of bed early to do this.
1: Fantastic! This is great. Yeah. What and a great the other, win.
0: The other thing is I've been borrowing Jeff's um, AirPods, okay, and turning it on on the island like the the app and then going and doing my meditation in another room so that when I'm done I don't slip into scrollville all
1: right because oh, you friend. don't have it right in front of you yeah smart oh my yeah. goodness you've totally set up a really great system Ooh,
0: we'll great work see. Jenny we'll see we'll see going well so far. How about you? What's your learn?
1: Well, the learn that I've got is that two weeks ago, I was super excited to report that I found some consistency in my exercise by building it into my already successful system of my morning routine. So for two weeks, this was amazing. Monday to Friday, I'm up at 545. We're doing the routine. I got the exercise in. I was very proud of myself. And then I went away to visit a friend and I was overnight away from Sunday to Monday. And then when I got home on the Monday... I hadn't gotten up early because I was away. And then I didn't do it the rest of the Monday. So I missed the exercise for that Monday. So it really is a learn because it confirms that the routine is so important to keep this habit up. So as we just discussed earlier today, our online pretend best friend, James Clear, says this, and I think it's worth repeating, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So here's what's happening. I wanted to exercise Monday to Friday, at least for the first five weeks of this challenge that I'm kind of doing right now. But I want to just see if I can do this. And this is what I do five days a week. I exercise and it didn't happen because my system got messed up. So that's the learn. And I'm, I'm back on track now, but it just was, it, it really made sense to me that I've got to like either plan ahead if I know I'm going to be away or figure out a different way to include it in the day.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got some good awareness of it it, and ideas for solutions. So I think that that's, that's great.
1: Well, I'm, I'm motivated right now. So I got to keep this feeling and keep after it. And I love, I love the idea and I'm feeling really good doing the exercise. So lots of positives. All right. Uh, and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know what plans you have in place to make sure that the items on your 20 for 2020 list get done this year. Or maybe you've already checked a few items off your list. If you have, we want to hear about it. For questions or comments, send us an email to the improvement Project at drpeggymalone.com. You can also catch us on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at Jake House and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast.
0: If you like the show, and we hope you do, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. It's the most common way that new listeners find our show. And if you haven't already hit the subscribe button, wherever you get your podcast so that you never miss an episode. We also have a Facebook group. So search for the improvement project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you.
1: Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. All right. Will you say hi
0: to that boy for me?
1: I will. Say hello to your boys for me. I will. Talk to you later.
0: Okay, bye. Bye. bye.